Welcome to a special episode of Kickout. I'm Alicia. My pronouns are she, her. And I am Rachel. My pronouns are they, them. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Scottish pro wrestler Jack Morris, who is currently wrestling in Pro Wrestling Noah as a part of their N1 Victory Tournament. We talk about some of his favorite memories wrestling in the N1 so far, experiences he's looking forward to, and so much more. It was really awesome to speak with Jack and get to know him better as he makes his name in Pro Wrestling Noah. I was not able to join this call, but Rachel did an incredible job, and we hope you enjoy this very special interview. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, we are here with Jack Morris. Jack, could you tell us a little bit about yourself specifically? What we wanted to know was when you started watching wrestling, how old were you? What promotions or wrestlers did you enjoy? Tell me your origin story. Okay, okay. So like most people who are into wrestling, who love wrestling, I started watching wrestling when I was very young. Um, I do. I have an older brother who was watching it um, as well, and he's three years older. So he was watching it around seven, and eight, seven or eight. So meant I was watching it from four, five years old, um, which meant I was watching in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, uh, WWF, which was a wild time. And when you're four or five years old, watching WWF at that time. Like mind blowing. <laughs> like I remember my first my first memory is watching the Triple H Cactus Jack Royal Rumble Street Fight match and it was just wild. And then the Royal Rumble match itself, like all the different personas and characters. Uh, uh, yeah, that was my first my first memory. And like I said, when you're that age and you're watching, like that was me hooked. And then since then, it was just WWE. Um, I watched a little bit of WCW, but in the UK at that time, it was a bit difficult to watch. Like WWE was more accessible. And then I've just watched wrestling for the last 23, four years. The TNA Impact, Noah itself, um, New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor, early days stuff. Like just anything I could, I could watch. I watched so anything you could get your hands on (laughs) exactly yeah sounds like a mood yeah absolutely Alicia was about the same she got into it because of uh, her brother so I find that pretty funny yeah absolutely so your background in sports you started out as a professional soccer player isn't that right I did I did so yeah I played soccer from as soon as I could walk to be honest (laughs) like I've got like like a family, like my dad's into soccer, my brother's into soccer, and being from the UK, soccer's the sport. Like that's what you do, that's what you play. Nine kids out of ten will play soccer. So that's just that's just what I did. And I played it for until I was twenty two years old. I was lucky enough to to play professional from seventeen, eighteen till twenty two and 
unfortunately one of those injuries occurred and I just kind of fell out of love with football and soccer and uh, it's it was one of, yeah, <laughs> it was one of them it was one of them uh, when I stopped playing I thought you know I, I love wrestling so much I love I love soccer but I love wrestling too like I'm not getting any younger like I was 23 24 I thought give it a try and see how it goes it's kind of cheesy, but it's one of them, like, now or never, like, get yourself in the wrestling ring and, and see what happens. And five years later, here I, here I am in Japan. So it's it's wild. So it stuck with you a little bit. You tried yeah. it out and it just seemed to work. I like that. Definitely. I think, I feel like if I was born elsewhere, like if I was born in the States and, you know, wrestling academies and training facilities and even, like, Olympic wrestling, was more on offer and available and I would probably have went down that route before the soccer route but in Scotland wrestling at the time there's plenty of schools now but at the time early 2000s there was really nowhere not for a 10 year old 10 year old to go and, oh, go and train you know? yeah so are there any similarities between uh being a professional soccer player and being a professional wrestler like do you think being an athlete at that professional level in soccer would have prepared you for this stage in your professional wrestling career yeah I would I would say 100 percent I think when I was first starting to train in wrestling that the athletic side of things came so naturally like running the ropes jumping off the top rope, the bumping, just every kind of like physical aspect of wrestling, like not sounding like cocky or whatnot, but it was just, it was very easy. Like I was a fit, I'm a fit person, uh, athletic person. So that sort of, that side of things, like I found very easy to pick up. It was more the technical side of things, the psychology side of things, all these things that I'd never really, as a fan watching, you don't really think about. But then when you step and bring yourself, you're like, oh, okay, there's a lot more to this than like just doing the moves and how to do it safely and, and whatnot. So yeah, the athletic side of things, having a background in sport and football, a hundred percent. But the more technical details and whatnot, like it was I'm still learning today. I mean, I'm under the impression that the learning really never stops on that end. Yeah, that was definitely something we noted. Um, I noted when we were uh, watching your matches for the N1 was how um, ingrained a lot of that athletic training seemed to be. And um, so that was definitely something that we wondered was if that came a lot from just playing, you know, soccer basically your whole life. So Yeah, I'd say, I'd say 100%, 100%. 100%. Same with my, my physique. Like when I was playing soccer, we did a lot of strength and conditioning. So it gave me like basic basically weight training and stuff too so when I've stepped away from football and went into the gym just to put on muscle mass or change my physique like soccer has definitely helped in in all aspects very good to hear so to seg over pivot over just a little bit let's talk about what you got going on right now Um, you're obviously in Japan for the N1 victory how did you feel when you got that email asking you to participate in the tournament it was uh, pretty surreal. It still feels <laughs> surreal, surreal now, to be honest. Like I was, uh, I was at work at the time. Like I wasn't. I'm not wrestling full time. It's, it's quite difficult 
to obviously do that a lot of people like money wise and stuff so I work part-time wrestling at the weekends and part-time as a gym instructor so I was at work on my break and my phone pinged and it was an email and I didn't believe the email to be to be I thought it was like spam like I didn't really know it was kind of like obviously there's a bit of a language barrier so it was kind of a broken email and uh I looked at it and I looked at email and I Google searched email. And by the time I'd done that, I got a notification on Twitter. And uh, it was a message on Twitter from an official official account. It was pretty much word for word, but it was in the email. And I was like, wow, this is legit. And within 10 minutes, like I'd made my decision, but I was, <laughs> it was one of them when it was, you know, it was like, oh, do you want to come over? Like for so long, blah, 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 blah. I was, like it was a no-brainer for me. Like my mind had made up as soon as I read the first email, but it was one of them when, how long do I need to give this so it looks like I've made a, a sensible, well thought out, processed answer. <laughs> but we don't you had to I'm make him wait for it. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> so I gave, it, I gave it maybe like four to five minutes and I was like, okay, I'd love to. But like in my mind, like 30 seconds after reading it, I was, I was, I was there like 100%. <laughs> I, I would be pacing for those 45 minutes like no you gotta wait it out you gotta wait it out yeah, well yeah. I was replying I was asking like questions and stuff yeah. oh, like what entail blah 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 but like in my head it didn't really matter like I was sorry I was there like I was you're already on the plane in your head 100% 100% so for those listening who are completely new to your wrestling how would you describe your in-ring style Oh, good question. I would say I'm a bit of an all-rounder, to be honest. Um, I think I'm very versatile. It really depends my style on who I'm against. Like if I'm against a bit of a high flyer, then I feel like I can I can dive into that. If I'm against somebody that likes to wrestle, I have a good background in that with a kind of old British style. Um, if you want to brawl, then I'll... I'll brawl. I'll go outside the ring. Oh, yeah. I'll go in the ring. I'll do whatever. Like just any sort of style. I feel like I can. I can. I can cater to my own personal choice. Like preferences. Just being athletic, doing those high impact moves, uh, coming off the top, diving through the ropes, trying to do that all. That all or nothing. Like doing everything to try and get that win. Yeah. Watch. Watch my matches. You know what I'm. <laughs> I'm talking about. Not I would before. agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm nodding along like, yeah, that, that seems about right. And um, yeah. yeah, I know you had previously compared your style to Kaito Kiyomiya, who we will talk about in just a moment. Um, and so, and I would describe Kaito style also as being an all-rounder. So that seems to check yeah, out yeah, yeah. with me for sure. What is something new that you bring to pro wrestling Noah, would you say? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a very good question I would say again my I'd say my style I think you brought him up Kaito he's very much an all-rounder but there's a couple of all-rounders in Noah but not many like guys have their specific style and we try to stick to it as you can see from matches in the N1 I've faced guys with different styles like Nakajima with his kicks I've faced Kaito like we've said Kojima and I feel like I've brought my my own kind of style and my own charisma and my own personality, which I feel 
it's me. It's personal to me, like how I'll go out to the ring and how I'll sell moves or how I'll do moves or how I interact with fans. Like I feel like it's different from from what we have at the moment. Um, and I feel like it's it's so far so good. And the response I'm getting online from from the Japanese wrestling fans, like, is is very much very positive. So I have no, I can't really complain with how things are going the first two weeks. So long may it continue. <laughs> I think it will. Like I, I had also seen that a lot of uh, fans are taking to you and I'm sure I'll talk about it just a little bit, but um, in the arena as well, I've noticed that uh, fans are getting pretty excited um, to see different spots get set up and um, they're looking forward to one specific move in particular, but I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little I'm bit. Trying for it. I'm trying, but it just keeps getting. <laughs> every, every time. Yeah. No, whenever there's an opportunity, I'll see people like out there yeah. um, trying to get you to do that shooting star press so we'll we'll see if it happens we'll see if it happens yeah fingers crossed <laughs> sort of backtrack just a little bit in previous interviews you were asked about chris ridgeway who um obviously competes in noah as well and you mentioned wanting to speak with him while you were at the same show in edinburgh edinburgh <laughs> together just yeah, before yeah. you fl- yeah, flew out to japan did you get a chance to do that and did he have any insight for you if you if you were able to speak to him so i have been it's funny like i think i've only been on one two shows involving chris in the last four or five years um, and one was the show literally just before i came out by chance so yeah just we just had a long conversation about pro wrestling noah we had a long conversation about life in japan like i've never been to japan before um i know he's been several times he's champion here like really like a week the chat the chances of the last show before leaving him being on it and him being this like (laughs) there's no really anyone better to get information from than a britain a brit that's been in and done like what I'm about to go and do. So like, yeah, he just gave me advice. Like I just asked about facilities and and how the guys like are in the locker room and the language barrier and stuff like that. And uh, he was really helpful. And uh, we've got each other on social media. If, if he says message, don't be afraid to message if you need anything. And I'm pretty sure it's the 23rd of August as we record. I'm, I think he's out in the next day or two. Um, and I'm sure he said he is out till when I come home as well. So he's going to be stuck with me until it's time to go home. So <laughs> That's great, though. I'm glad that you sort of have a uh, a mentor and in that kind of thing. So that's awesome yeah. to hear. I'm really, really glad. And I'm glad that coincidence just happened to yeah. put you guys oh, in that good. same show. It made, me, um, it made me a bit more relaxed about the... About the the trip and knowing he's out here for the rest of it kind of thing just having someone that speaks english yeah. when you have the other the world like you can't always message home like we spoke before you clicked record about the time difference and stuff like i'm eight hours ahead from scotland so my sleeping pattern's kind of all over the place i sleep yeah. when i can <laughs> i need to speak, like i speak to people at home and and it's just my phone will blow up uh when it's time for me to be sleeping and it's like I respond to these people and then I'm up all night so it's like it'll be good to have someone here speaking English and like understands what I'm saying (laughs) someone to relate to for sure exactly exactly 
So was there anything you did in particular to prepare yourself for your first match of the tournament against, and we talked about him before, Noah's young ace, Kaito Kiyomiya? So just the good thing, <laughs> getting an answer of this tournament and them announcing your matches is that you know your first seven matches. So it's like before all my matches, I've just been watching who I'm against. So it's great, right? We know it's what we're moving, like what we do, um, we character things, come up with scenarios in my head, how to counter this if they go for that, blah, blah, blah. So like, yeah, with all my opponents, I've done that. With Kaito specifically, uh, we touched on it with the style. Like, I think we're quite similar. You know, we're two of the, I think we're the two youngest in the tournament. And for me to be against him in my first match, I think like it was... I was very happy with that because I knew that we'd we'd have the styles that matched and we could get a good match out of each other right from the get-go. And it was kind of a good way to ease myself into Noah and into the style here in Japan. Yeah, I couldn't really get a better first match than that. Someone who matches you on that wavelength and then somebody, you know, at the caliber of Kaito, sort of where he is in the company. So that's really a good, good first match for you. Yeah, definitely. Something that stuck with actually both me and Alicia at the end of your match with Kaito, you had this incredible look on your face when you got the three count. Can you walk me through what you were thinking and feeling at that moment? First win in Noah, first match in Noah. How did you feel? Just <laughs> ecstatic. Like, <laughs> so happy. Like, from a, a match perspective, I think. It went really well. I think a lot of people don't take into account maybe just how much of a difference it is for someone coming from either America or the UK. Like for me, that match with Kaito was three days after I entered the country, um, still catching up on sleep, you know, the language barrier, the the live TV setting, the setup, the bigger ring which I wasn't used to I didn't give a chance to go in it before the different crowd the different atmosphere the different style like there's so many factors that go into it and I was well aware that even before anyone started not a lot of people knew who I was and that's totally understandable because there's so many wrestlers in the world like uh, I don't expect everyone to know who I am not everyone knows who I am in Great Britain I wouldn't expect people in Noah to know who I am so just picking up that win and uh, that match being over it was just uh, all these emotions and one just coming out and uh, I wasn't surprised to get in the win but getting the win and this weight off my shoulders to get the first win and things going well just it was just an overall burst of emotion and happiness that hey I'm here first win balls rolling people know who I am let's keep going so yeah it started to feel a little more real or yeah hundred. well i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm like it could go either real. way there yeah that's the thing about n1 like even just being in noah and the caliber of opponent you've got in this competition like every time i'm standing across the ring and i'm making eye contact with my opponent i'm like is this really happening? <laughs> I bet. And it is happening when that first hit comes. Like, it wakes you up. Like, you know you're in there. But, uh, yeah, it's, 
it's a wild, it's a wild ride, and I'm just uh, I'm uh, embracing every every moment of it. So between you and me, I think you're doing a great job. So there you go. Thank you, thank you. Of course. So I wanted to go back just a little bit to what you were saying earlier about scouting out your opponents and watching all the tape, getting ready. Going into this tournament, you were preparing for a match with Timothy Thatcher. However, due to visa issues, he couldn't make it, and Kenya Okada qualified to take his place. You had less time to prepare for that match, so can you tell me some of your thoughts going into that? Did Okada take you by surprise, or how did you feel? Yeah, obviously you're not wrong. Like I was preparing for Timothy Thatcher, and unfortunately that didn't happen, but in his his replacement in Kenya Okada like it was kind of so there's a lot of content on Timothy Thatcher he's been about for a very long time whereas it's kind of opposite with Okada he is again he's he's I think he's a, one of the younger people in the tournament he's not as experienced as Timothy Thatcher therefore like trying to get content on him is a bit more difficult and he has a different style to Timothy Thatcher so I just did all I could do and try and find on YouTube and Wrestle Universe and try and find out as much as I could about Kenya Okada. And obviously I was fortunate enough, but it wasn't my first match. So I got to watch a couple <laughs> of two or three of his matches before I got to step in there with him myself. So yeah, I just again I just did all I could do to try and try and watch watch his stuff and try and avoid those kicks, which I mean I, I took a few of that. Yeah, he's got he's got yeah. a really, really good taekwondo background, really nice yeah. kick, so for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt man. <laughs> I felt good to hear. Yeah. yeah. So at the time of recording, you have had five matches in the N one so far. Which match would you say stands out most to you in your mind? Like, do you have a favorite that you've done so far? I think the two at Cork and Hall, I'm happy with both. Both I'm happy with. Maybe the one that edges it a bit more is a match with Nakajima. I just, it was just, I was really happy with it. And the reaction I got after, even in defeat by the the people in attendance kind of blew me away. I don't know. I've not watched it back yet. I'm not sure how much you can see, but like the crowd was unbelievable after it, like oh. clapped out. Um, I don't know how much you see, but like being there and getting clapped out and getting that, um, kind of like an approval kind of thing like yeah. they respected they respected the, the effort I put in and how close I was to getting the win and obviously it's 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 gotten not getting the win but if you're going to get beat getting beat off the man that's yeah. won the last two years in a row you know on another day it could have been me getting the win but I, yeah. it's not a bad person it's not a bad person to get <laughs> no he only won because he countered the tiger driver so that's a huge i think that's a huge yeah. compliment on you for sure yeah so no i'm, ha- I'm very happy with that match and even the, the kojima match is uh, as well getting to step in the ring with a legend like him like and you're going so well i was i was very happy with that one too so yeah there's aspects of all the matches i've had so far that i've been really happy with and like i said just being being here two weeks and the the experience I have of Japanese wrestling never been here before like there's aspects and most of them for the most part but I'm 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 really happy with them all so uh, just gotta keep going. So who are you most looking forward to 
facing for the rest of the tournament. I know you only have, what, two matches left, so I feel like I'm asking you to pick between two people, but... Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's aspects in both, to be honest, with Funaki, like... He's, similar, he's got that, that kind of martial arts background, that style that doesn't really... I said I was an all-rounder, but if there's one thing that <laughs> I'm like, lacking, it's probably that uh, MMA kind of like martial arty style. So that is going to be a big contrast for me. But I've been in there with guys like Nakajima and Okada who have these kicks and, and these holds as well. So like, it's not that I've been in there. Like, I've got experience already in the tournament with people similar. So we just got to see how that goes. And with Katamiya, like, big, strong guy. Like, big, strong guy. I'm going to have to use my speed. Yeah, it might be a shooting star press day for that one because the <laughs> Tiger Driver might be difficult to get him up for. So Yeah, that's true. going to have to use some wits about you for that one. Yeah, but yeah 100%. He's got, so, like, he's got a good grappling uh, background as well, too. So you've uh, yeah, got that to contend yeah, with, yeah. yeah like he's, hold, he's getting him that submission hold and like he's had a good tournament so far as well like yeah. for once he picked up so yeah both are going to be a challenge and both I'm, I'm looking forward to so beyond the end one is there anyone that you are looking forward to because I know you're going to be in uh, Noah till what the end of October I am I'm here for another couple months so um really everyone to be honest like I want to test myself against everyone I know it's kind of like a, a cop-out answer but yeah I, I'd like to I'd like to wrestle anyone I can obviously I've been locked in this block B but mm -hmm. there's guys in block A that I'd, I'd love to wrestle like your Kennels and uh, even Wagner Jr and people like that and okay. if you take the tournament out then people like Marifuji as well like bring them all on <laughs> What about teaming up with somebody? Is there anyone that you have in mind or you don't know yet? I have no idea. But I think uh, I've seen people talking about a tag team with me and Kaito. So, I mean. That's what I was thinking. I wasn't going to say anything. but Yeah, I've seen, a couple, I've seen a couple of tweets mentioning that. If it happens, it happens. Like, again, like, I think with... I think we're very similar. And I think a tag team would, would work, to be honest. If there's one person in the roster that I think... I would choose to be a tag team partner. It would it would probably be him. So, fingers crossed. That would be really really cool. Yeah. Now that you've had a few matches in Noah, uh, have you found any major differences? I know we've sort of hinted at this here and there in the wrestling itself compared to how you you know been accustomed to wrestling in Scotland. That Japanese wrestling is no joke. Like <laughs> I'm trying to word it in a way like. These guys are tough. Like they, um, they lay it in a lot harder than the guys back home, uh, and that means I need to lay it in too, and I need to give as good as they give me. Um, so just that aspect of things, like it's a lot stronger style. Which from watching Japanese wrestling for years, like I was aware of that, but actually being in the ring and feeling it firsthand and yeah. seeing it firsthand, like you have to step up your game and. If you don't, you will get eaten up. So, yeah, that's probably the main one that sticks out to me, just how much harder hitting it is. Have you had a chance to train at the Noah Dojo yet? I have. So I, I don't 
my apartment where I'm staying isn't isn't far away. So it's the facility I use for for the gym. And in hindsight, before my first match, they do have a ring there. Um, I should have I should have like went to the dojo like in the middle of the night when I had time and like just even just run the ropes a couple of bits. But like get yeah, I go regularly. Yeah. yeah, just get you yeah. But um as soon as I got here, like busy and, and whatnot. But uh yeah, I go I go like almost every day to the dojo and, and see the see the training and get involved and, and there's a gym there too. So that's where I'll train. So yeah, second home almost. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It's excellent. But yeah, you'll uh, you'll be in Japan for, like we said, three months. So outside of wrestling, what are you hoping to see and do? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> uh, before I came out, uh, as well as watching the wrestling, I was watching like tours of Tokyo and 100 things to do in Tokyo. Oh, and naturally. All yeah. All this touristy stuff and while I'm here I'm, I'm gonna make the most of it like I said I've been here two weeks and the schedule has been pretty busy with traveling stuff like going over to Osaka mm-hmm. um but it means I've I've uh, I've seen a bit of Osaka too and the other, the other cities that we've been to so yeah this schedule for August has been pretty pretty busy but I'm hoping like September October won't won't be as bad and get a bit more free time and and yeah, like Tokyo has so much stuff to do. Like, I just want to go in, see the see the city, all the different districts. I know there's a Disneyland in Tokyo too. Yeah. <laughs> um, like maybe catch a baseball game. Like just all these things that I'm gonna I'm gonna make the, the most of while I'm here. So kind of everything, everything. If you Google uh, uh things to do in Tokyo, I'm I'm gonna try and tick them all off. So I've got just over two months to do it. So plenty of time in between the rest, and I hope. To, to get that done yeah seize the opportunity that's definitely been sort of a uh, a motive that i've noticed going on here is that you you see those opportunities and and you take them you only live once <laughs> yes 100 100 so life's very short and uh gotta make the most of it so i love that um yeah the actually my next question was about like the fact that the n1 tour travels all over um japan mm-hmm. So you've seen a, a decent amount of the country. Uh, do you have any favorite areas or venues so far? I know you've mentioned Osaka. Yeah, so Osaka, I, I unfortunately wasn't, that was my night off from a tournament, so I didn't get to wrestle there. Um, but we went out uh, in the evening for food and stuff, and like it's just a beautiful, a beautiful, busy city. Um, and just so much, so like different compared to anything, anything back home. Even uh, outside of Osaka, just the culture in Japan and like I don't want to hate on home so much in Scotland <laughs> no. so much but the people are like it's just it's just totally different um culture how people go about their daily lives how people act in supermarkets the cleanliness the everything seems much more efficient here everyone kind of keeps themselves to themselves it's it's a, it seems a very peaceful peaceful place, and I that's even in the like the cities as well. Like yeah, I'm I'm just loving it. I love it. It's night and day to to home. Um, not saying that home's not great, but it's like yeah. one my it's the furthest I've ever been away from home, and it's the other side of the world. And I didn't think I'd ever really get the opportunity to come here because I'm here. I'm just embracing everything. So yeah, I'm just loving loving it so far. Um, and I'm very fortunate that I have another like 
10 weeks or something in this amazing country so that's awesome that's really really good and like I said I hope you get the full uh the full experience I'm sure you will if you could put together some dream matches for yourself with wrestlers outside of Noah who would you choose good question so I would go with Brian Danielson I would go with Randy Orton Mm, okay. Just trying to pick up different. Uh, uh, probably somebody that I respect. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time is AJ Styles, just because of the craft. I like. I look at his career and I think like where he started and the build up from the Indies and doing Impact and going to Japan and 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 then making it to to WWE. Like I, I look at his career and. I just think he didn't get signed with WWE until very late. Oh, he's not old by any stretch, yeah. but in reference terms, like getting signed when you're 37, 38, like it just shows that like your time, your time will kind of come when it's when you're ready. Uh, and it's great that he got like he's got the platform that he has now because he deserves it. He's one of the best, I'd say probably the best wrestler of his to be honest him or Brian Danielson so yeah it's just active wrestlers to be honest but there's guys like I mentioned about Ring of Honor and like unfortunately can't wrestle anymore but like your Nigel McGuinnesses and stuff like mm-hmm. I would have loved to wrestle Nigel McGuinness like that would have been so cool but unfortunately yeah, it would have been great circumstances but uh yeah just there's so many great talents all over wrestling like if I could write a list you know how people write the list. Of <laughs> yeah, you got to get that mine, bucket list. Mine would, mine would be like a, a scroll. <laughs> There'd be so many. Cause, but there are like three or four that I would I would single out as being like top guys that I would love to love to share a ring with. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. But yeah, um, even beyond Japan then. So that goes nicely. What are your long-term goals for wrestling? Do you have your eyes on the North American indie scene or really anywhere else? Really, just any anywhere. When I started wrestling, I just wanted to. My main goal was to travel the world and make enough money from it that I could that I could live off wrestling. Didn't have to be signed with a big major promotion. It just had to be get to see the world and be able to live, make it my full time job. Like I said, I I am also a gym instructor, so I don't wrestle full time, but to be able to make enough money to make a good living from just wrestling alone, that would be the dream. Um, but yeah, I'm not cutting myself off to, to anything, any, whatever. I'm just taking it. I'm just doing what I'm doing in the ring and the opportunities will hopefully come like, like this one I'm, I'm, I've got right now. So yeah. You just never know. You just, sometimes oh. you just have to answer the right email. Yeah. Sometimes you could just be at work and on your lunch break and you're going to Japan. <laughs> you truly never know. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, as we come to a close, uh, what would you like to leave Noah fans or really any fans of Puro who listen to kick out? Just that we now know who Jack Morris is. Uh, like I said, like I touched on earlier, I didn't expect people to know who I was but for the most part everyone was very respectful and was like yeah from what I saw who's Jack Morris oh I'm going to take a look at his stuff which I love that attitude because I am easy to anyone's any wrestlers you search for social media and 
and YouTube and all these platforms now. Um, but I just want to be known as one to be known. But we now know who I am, and but I've came in respecting Japanese wrestling, loving Japanese wrestling like they do. I'm just fortunate enough to be on the other side of the barrier, getting to do it. So, but I've respected Japanese wrestling, and that every time I've stepped in that ring, that I've I've given my all and I've worked my butt off. So. And I find that very, very apparent. Um, Hopefully, if our listeners have not checked out your matches in the N1, um, they will, because I cannot recommend them enough. They've been really, it's been a really, really fun journey to watch. Yeah, I hope it, I hope it is apparent because like, I, I'm extremely grateful for this opportunity and I was never going to come over and not give it anything but my best and give it my all and like, um, I'm living the dream over here and I'm very lucky. So yeah keep working hard and and see where it see where it gets me well we cannot wait to see more can't wait to see the next two matches and then see more of you in noah in the very very near future so excellent stuff thank you so much no worries thank you very much